M A I N M U M U Main Menu Main Menu Welcome to Main Menu for November 6th, 2010. I'm Jamie Pauls. This week, we have a techie tidbit from Tyler Uronic, a tech update from Chase Crispin, and then Kevin Chow demonstrates touch typing on the iPhone. After that, Mike Arrigo brings us a comparison of several GPS applications for the iPhone. That's all coming up on this edition of Main Menu. another Techie Tidbit Review. Good evening! This is Tyler Ironic with another Techie Tidbit Review. I've recently been playing with the latest version of NVDA. NVDA stands for Non-Visual Desktop Access and is a free and open source screen reader. The wonderful thing about NVDA and its latest version, which is 2010.2, is that it contains support for the Windows logon screen and more. Visit nvda-project.org to learn more about this wonderful free and open source screen reader, as it is majorly fantastic. Be sure to check us out on the blog at http colon slash slash techietidbitstyler.blogspot.com Have a great week! Update, a technology news segment heard on ACB Radio's main menu in Accessible World's Tech Talk. Hello, main menu in Tech Talk. This is Chase Crispin with the tech update for the week of November 1st. This week, more and more information regarding Apple's new Lion 10.7 operating system, the new version of Mac OS X, which will come out later on, which we have recently got a preview of, is coming out. They also announced the release of iLife 11. For accessibility news, Lion will still contain voiceover, and GarageBand in iLife 11 will contain support for voiceover, so voiceover users of iLife 11 will be able to use GarageBand. Second, a humanware has announced at the 2010 ATIA in Chicago conference that there will soon be a Keysoft update for the new BrailleNote Apex. This update will allow support for connecting to WPA2 networks, support to play Microsoft Word 2007 and 2010.docx files, play EPUB books, and books from the National Library Services BARD website. Humanware is also talking about an update to the Trekker Breeze. 
which will feature support for inputting an address. Humanware is doing this to compensate for the discontinuation of the original Trekker. There will be more enhancements which, which Humanware has not yet released. The only thing we know about the new Breeze update is that it will contain the ability to input addresses. And finally, NVDA Non-Visual Desktop Access version 2010.2 has been released. In last week's tech update, I mentioned that the NVDA 2010.2 release candidate had been released. This week is released. NVDA 2010.2 contains many new features, including much more simplified object navigation, better support for navigating buffers, and better table navigation, as well as brand new user documentation. You can visit the NVDA website at nvda-project.org to learn more about this new version. This will conclude the tech update for the week of November 1st for Main Menu and Tech Talk. Thank you for listening to this week's tech update segment. If you have any comments or anything you'd like to see added, please call 206-337-4383 and be sure to listen in to next week's Main Menu and Tech Talk. Hello, I'm going to be doing a demonstration of various areas where I'm going to be using the um, on-screen keyboard on the iPhone to do text input. Probably going to do a demonstration in the App Store, on Twitter, and maybe text messaging and email. And for all of this, I'm going to be using touch typing. Um, prior to when I first got my iPhone, I did... Um, a double tap method then later on I found out about the split tap which pretty much increased my typing speed maybe between 1.5 to 1.75 and I found that touch typing is even faster so I'm going to go to the app store the first app I'm going to search for is um, tweet list. Tweet list for tweet, tweet list. Search field. I already have that in there, but I'm going to clear it. Clear text. Gotcha. Search. Search field. Is editing. Tweet cost. Stylus system. R. T. C. A. W. W. E. E. T. Delete. L. R. E. S. T. Search. Updates. One item. Tweet libs. Infinity tweet list for Twitter. Zibble. LLC. $2.99. Four stars. Five reviews. Okay, so there we have tweet list. Tweet list. Search field. And the next app I'm searching for is the app called Text Now. Tweet, tweet deck, clear text, button, tweet. Search, search field, insertion point, tweet cost, stylus system, tweet cost, T, C, E, C, X, T, space, N, O, W, search. RTXT free text now, search field. Text now, unlimited free texting and picture messaging, SMS and MMS. Okay, so the reason I didn't get those two apps, I already have TweetList and Text Now. I don't need because I have an iPhone, and I already have the messaging app. Home. So I'm gonna go store, ahead and go into TweetList. App switch. Compose a tweet. Voice memos. TweetList. TweetList. Kevin Chao 89. Compose button. New tweet. Text field is editing. So I'm gonna write hello exclamation mark. Um doing a demonstration of typing on the iPhone, period. Capital H. Kevin Chao, 100 E. Delete. L. L. Heal. Uh, oh. More. Numbers. Exclamation mark. Space. Capital D. O. R. 
Okay, so there were a few times where um, auto correction or yeah, auto correction kicked in, and Voiceover automatically spoke the suggestion. And if it was a su- suggestion I wanted, I just hit the space bar, and that was that. Um, and for the end of it, after iPhone, where it I typed in IP H and it completed with iPhone, I did a dub. Um, I pressed the spacebar twice quickly, which automatically put in a period and a space. So I'm gonna go ahead and send this. Send button. Compose. Kevin Chao 89 accounts. Back button. And let's go into text messaging. Openings. Messages. One new item. Hey, how do I update the N82? Messages. Buddy message. Buddy message. Oh, okay. Thanks. Messages, edit, button, compose, button. Cancel. Add from address, subject, message, text field. So I'm just going to write um, just a mock-up text saying, can you please call me, question mark, this is Kevin Chow, period, and use a fake number. Capital F, capital C, Q, add, N, space, Y, O, U, space. L E A S E space C A L L Z more numbers exclamation mark question mark space capital T J H R S space R D S space shift selected capital L L delete capital K E G V R Kevin space auto shift Capital V, capital C, H, A, O, Chao, auto, space, more, num, eight, ampersand, dollar, right parenthesis, dollar, right, left parenthesis, five, one, zero, dollar, right parenthesis, space, more, numbers, two, three, two, three, four, hyphen, one, four, two, zero, space, space, so I used a variety of different things there. I um, wrote, can you please call me, question mark, this is Kevin Chow, period. And did my phone number with parentheses around the area code, space, then the three numbers, and then a hyphen, then the four numbers, and a period. So I think that does a pretty good demonstration of touch typing. Hello there, everybody. 
It's Mike Arrigo, and welcome to what I hope is going to be a very informal podcast uh, for everyone. I've actually gotten several requests uh, to do this, and it's something I had kind of wanted to do anyway, but uh, the requests for it actually made it all the more uh, interesting. Um, what I'm going to do in this podcast is hopefully uh, demonstrate and compare uh some of the GPS applications that are available for the iPhone. Um, some of you may have listened to some of my Macintosh and uh, iPod Touch podcasts, and thank you so much for all the uh, the kind words on those. And, um, of course, Apple has really led the way when it comes to built-in accessibility on their uh, devices. And uh, recently, I actually did uh, manage to get myself an iPhone. I... Um, I bought it used uh, from uh, from someone, and it's actually a factory unlocked one, so it's not tied to AT and T uh, like most of the iPhones here in the United States. Um, you actually cannot buy an unlocked iPhone directly from Apple here in the United States because Apple, for some reason, which I do not understand, it makes no sense whatsoever from a business perspective decided to go exclusively with AT&T here in the U.S. But there are places where you can buy factory-unlocked iPhones uh, and buy them uh, imported, essentially. And that's what uh, this person did, and they upgraded to an iPhone 4. So I have an unlocked iPhone 3GS that I'm using with uh, T-Mobile, and it works very well. And I had heard some about using GPS on, on the iPhone before I got it, and then once I got an iPhone, I, uh, I kind of delved into it and uh, you know, tried some different applications, and um, I'm, I'm really impressed. I do have uh, Mobile Geo also. Uh, some of you may have listened to my previous podcast comparing Mobile Geo and Wayfinder Access on Windows Mobile and the Symbian phones. Well, Wayfinder Access is no more. Um, the company that... Uh, developed that, decided to discontinue it because they were basically not making much money off of it because a lot of navigation now has become free with Google Maps on Android and uh, the Nokia phones now even offer free navigation with uh, Nokia Maps. So, um, But Mobile Geo, of course, and the Sendero applications are, are still around. But for any of you that have used those, you know that those are pretty expensive. Uh, I think Mobile Geo is around... Seven or eight hundred dollars, and that doesn't even include mobile speak or the phone. That's that, in my opinion, is a very high price to pay for something that sighted people um, can get for between what one hundred and three hundred dollars if you get a top of the line unit. Um, and I'm a fan myself of going mainstream whenever possible. Um, Certainly, the specialty note takers may have their place for some people if if they want to use those. But I, I'm a fan of whenever you can go with something mainstream and make it work for you, uh, do that because then you pay no more for something than a sighted person does. So what I'm going to show you on this podcast is how you can determine where you're at uh, using the iPhone, uh, both street and what's around you, as well as getting directions to a destination. And as far as the navigation and following a route, I'm hopefully going to compare three different applications that I have on the iPhone. 
Um, one of them is a Navigon Mobile Navigator. Uh, the second one is the TomTom uh, GPS application. And the third one is uh, called Captain GPS. And uh, this may be a long podcast because uh, you know, we're comparing three different um, applications for following routes, and I do want to show you somewhat of how to navigate each one of those applications also. So if you decide you want to get uh, some of these, you, you have some idea of how to do it. So this may be kind of a long one, so uh, you may want to grab something to drink, uh, sit back, relax. Uh, you may want to run it at a faster speed a little bit, even if you can understand it. Feel free to do that with your player. Um, the other app I'm going to show you, and we're going to kind of run this at the same time while we're following a route, is the Sendero uh, Look Around application. And what this is, is an app developed by uh, the Sendero Group, which is a really nice application that tells you your location, uh, the closest address, uh, what streets you're near, and uh, points of interest that are around you. Uh, you can get some of this information from the other applications, but... It's hard to do that um, when you're following a route. Uh, the TomTom app will will give you some of that actually while you're following a route. But um, other than that, uh, the best thing to do is to start a route and then put that app in the background and then use the Sendero GPS application to to tell where you're at. So that having been said, uh, let's go ahead and get started here because we have a lot uh, to cover here. Um, so let's go ahead and fire up the Navigon Mobile Navigator first. Um, a couple other things I should mention. Uh, using GPS on the iPhone will drain your battery pretty fast. Um, we'll see what... I'm going to try to do this all in, you know, in one sweep here. Um, we'll compare the battery when we start, and then we'll see what it is when, when we're done. But it will drain your battery quite fast. So... You'll definitely want to have a charger with you of some kind, or one of the portable, you know, battery packs. Unfortunately, there's no way to pair the iPhone with one of the common Bluetooth receivers. It doesn't work, and that's that's a shame. Uh, I really wish it did for a couple of reasons. Uh, it would save your battery, and I think those GPS receivers are slightly more accurate. Uh, the iPhones is not bad. It's it's decent, but I think the Bluetooth ones. Are a little bit more accurate, but the main concern is the battery life. Uh, using the GPS just guzzles the battery like a person would guzzle a drink after a sporting game. <laughs> so you do want to keep that in mind, and uh, if you're going to be out for a while, try to have a charger with you. Okay, so I've got my iPhone here, and hopefully you'll be able to hear the voice. I don't have it connected to anything external because um, we're going to be heading out here in just a minute or two, but um, I do want to show you first how to get around some of these applications. Um, they're very similar, so I'll spend most of my time with the Navigon one, um, and the the TomTom Tom and the Captain GPS apps are, are pretty similar as far as how you how you get around them, and uh, I'll point out some differences, though, as we as we go along here. Okay, so I have my iPhone here. And what I'm going to do is my screen is locked, so I'm going to press the home button. 524. Okay, let's turn that volume up a little bit. Slide to unlock. Slide hmm. or double tap. Okay. Um, so let's go ahead and unlock the screen here. Double tap that. Messages. Okay. Let's, um, let's see what the battery life is on this uh, for starters. 
calendar. 524 85% battery power. Okay, 85%. Um, the first thing I have to do is I actually keep the location service feature turned off unless I'm using it uh, to save battery power. I don't know if it uses any battery power when a location-based app is not running, but um, I don't want to... I don't want to chance that, so I'm not going to cover too much either how to navigate on the iPhone. Um, if you want to know more about that, um, you can check out my three uh, iPod Touch podcasts. So I'm going to assume, um, in this case, that uh, you either um, have a an iPhone or that, that you know how to navigate with that. So let's go into settings. Utilities, iTunes, App Store, Games, Settings. Double tap on that. Settings. Yeah, and we have to go to general to turn on location. Sounds. General. Button. Let me give you another hint too for uh, saving your battery. Um, since most of us that are using voiceover probably can't see the screen anyway, turn on the screen curtain. It's a uh, three finger triple tap. That's tap three times with three fingers on the trackpad. That will turn on the screen curtain, which actually. Um, darkens the screen. It makes it uh, much darker than even turning the brightness down to zero. That will save your battery uh, quite a bit also. Okay, so we're in uh, general here. Let's go to location services. Spotlight, sir. Auto lock. Location services. Off. And we'll go in there. Location service. Loca location services. Off. And turn that on. Location services. Okay. On. I'm going to press the home key here and go back to the home screen. Home. Settings. Okay. Navigon is actually... On, I think it's my third page. I've got everything in alphabetical Five order two. here. So, game set setting. Page one of five. let's go page to page three. Hypnosis, phone, dictation, ever, rate, dictation, hypnosis, phone. I know that you can swipe three fingers to the left or right to switch pages, but I find that that gesture doesn't always seem to work. So, I think it's a little easier just to tap on the page number. Okay. There's uh, Navigon. By the way, it's spelled N-A-V-I-G-O-N, if anybody wants to uh, purchase that. Uh, the TomTom Tom app is just T-O-M-T-O-M. -T -O you can search for that in the App Store. And Captain GPS is not spelled in the traditional way. Uh, it's actually spelled K-A-P-T-E-N. So if you want to uh, get that app, too, that's how you spell that. All right, let's go ahead and open up uh, Navigon here. It takes a second to load because um, these apps, too, by the way, uh, Navigon and TomTom Tom in particular, they don't Navigate. use a data plan unless you do a Google search for a point of interest, which I'll show you. Then it does access data. Uh, Captain GPS uses data a, a little bit, I think, for different things. Um, the other place where TomTom um, Tom and Navigon may use uh, data is if you subscribe to the traffic feature where it'll pick up uh, what the traffic is and, and try to route you around uh, different things, which I, I actually don't have that. Um, but um, that that will use data. But Okay, we are in the Navigon application, and some of these apps, uh, the TomTom Tom one definitely does this. I don't know about Navigon, but TomTom Tom will definitely will leave you where you left off when you closed it or when you, you know, minimized it. Navigon, most of the time, seems to start you out at the main menu, which... Um, you know, is is where we want to be. I'll just show you what options are here. Most of these are self-explanatory, but I will show you how um, how some of this stuff works. So let's just uh, flick to the right here. Enter an address. 
Button. Okay, that's pretty self-explanatory. Search for POI. Button. Search for POI. That's where we're going to end up going because we're going to follow a route. Uh, actually, I'm going to use the same place I used for my mobile geo wayfinder demonstration. Uh, Mom's Deli. It's called. It's a delicatessen over here. You can get sandwiches. Um, really good muscatchulli. Their muscatchulli is delicious. And uh, so that's the place we're going to go, which, of course, is in the restaurant category. Um, so that's the one we'll be spending most of our time with. But entering an address is very similar. And uh, we'll go, I'll, I'll go ahead and show you how that is done in just a minute. But I want to show you what else is on the main menu. Take me home. Button. Take me home. That is you can enter um, your you know, home address, and then you can just click on that, and it will guide you to home, uh, wherever, you know, wherever you happen to be. Um, it will it'll guide you home. Show map. Button. Show map. Uh, that one really doesn't help a blind person very much. It displays the map of where you are. Um, you can have it show the street names on the map, but for the most part, that feature is not something a blind person is going to really find um, useful. Selected main menu. Button. Okay, and it says main menu is selected, so that's that's good. Um, let's go into settings first because I do want to show you how to change some options. In here, particularly the root type, uh, that that's going to be important. So um, let's keep going to the right. Favorites button. Favorites is pretty um, self-explanatory. You can you can add items to your favorites uh, that you go to frequently. Um, that's not a feature I've ever used, but um, it is there if you if you wish to. Recents button. Recent uh, recent places that you've been to. Um, Navigon does keep an, a, a list of that. And it, um, you know, you can you can navigate back to those without having to re-enter them. The other reason too why I'm spending so much time on um, Navigon is because that one, at least so far, seems to be um, the one that most of the blind people are using for the iPhone, and it seems to have the most interest. Though TomTom Tom is a great app too. Um, Captain GPS is is okay. Out of the three, it's probably the one I use the least. Um, if someone were to ask me which one should I get, my answer would be. If you can afford it, get uh, Navigon and TomTom, uh, Tom, both of those, because there are a couple of things that TomTom Tom does that Navigon doesn't do, and vice versa, which I'll try to point out if I remember to. But the other thing is, if you have TomTom Tom and Navigon, you have an app then that uses both of the major map providers. Uh, Navigon uses the Navtech maps, and TomTom Tom uses uh, Telatlas. And the Sendero Look Around app also uses uh, Telatlas, also. Okay, uh, let's keep going here. Extras button. Extras. Um, I'm not going to cover too much of that. There's, um, you can buy. Um, that's where the traffic and that type of thing is. I think. Um, more button. More. Uh, that's got a couple of other miscellaneous things. And actually, I think. Extras. More. Button. Actually, I think settings might actually be in there, so let's go into Selected. more here. More. Heading. Edit. Button. Contacts. Okay, contacts. That's the contacts integration. Root. Root, uh, which we don't have loaded right now, so there's no root created. Options. Options. That's where we need to go. I'll just show you what else is here. Coordinates. Coordinates. That'll give you your GPS coordinates, I believe. Direct help. Direct help. Uh, that's a nice feature. That's a good way to tell where you're at. Uh, actually, if you um, even if you don't need help, it's a good it's a good thing to use um, to find out where you're at. And I'll show you that once we get outside because I don't think the GPS signal in here is too good. Um, so let's go back. 
Main menu. The main menu. Okay, let's go back to options. Options. And we'll open that. Options. More. Back button. Okay, some of the stuff in here is for how the map is displayed. I'm not going to cover that too much because, again, for a blind person, it really doesn't um, benefit us very much. But I do want to show you how to set the root options. Options. Heading. Map display. Map display. I'm going to go ahead and skip that. Um, the one option you might find useful in there is to show the street names. Um, I think turning that on, uh, if you touch different parts, it might uh, read those out. But again, for a blind person, it's not really that, that big of a feature that we need to use. Map view. Map view. We don't have to really worry about that. North at top. North at top. Switch button. Off. Night mode. More. Root. Okay, root. Root profile. Root profile is where you actually set the type of root. So let's go ahead and select that. Options. Back button. Root profile. Okay, root profile. Speed profile. Speed profile. That's... It's not obvious really there, but that is really where you set the um, the pedestrian or the vehicle or you know car or that type of thing. Now the one thing with Navigon um, and TomTom Tom doesn't have this problem, but with Navigon you cannot tell which one is selected here. Uh, I'm assuming it does remember the last setting, but if there's any doubt, you'll have to just go in here and reselect the one that you want because Voiceover does not tell you that it's. Um, that an option is selected. So let's go into Rupro, uh, Speed Profile. Back. Back button. Speed Profile. Car. Motorcycle. Truck. Bicycle. Pedestrian. Pedestrian. With voice announcements. That's the one you want um, if you're going to be walking someplace. Of course, uh, for car, you'd, if you were going with somebody that was driving. Pedestrian with voice announcements is the one you would want. And that's the last thing that I used. So more than likely, that is still set. But like I say, VoiceOver doesn't tell you that that is selected. Um, the other thing about the TomTom Tom app, and I'll show you that when we get to it, is you can set the TomTom Tom one to ask you each time when you create a route, um, which, um, you know, what, what kind you want. So let's go ahead and set this pedestrian, pedestrian with, voice, with announcements. voice announcements. Options, back button. Okay, now for the type of route, you have to go down to route pro speed profile, ferries. Root profile. Actually, root, well, speed profile sets the pedestrian or car uh, type of thing. Root profile, which we'll go into now, sets the actual type of root. Root profile. I think, anyway. Let's see. Speed profile. Oh, maybe not. Okay. Ferries. Speed profile. Let's see here. Back. Back button. Speed pro car. Pedestrian. Okay, pedestrian with voice announcements. Options. Back button. Root pro speed pro ferries. Okay, let's options. let's go back. Maybe it's root options. Back button. Options. More. Root profile. My roots. My roots. Switch button. GPS. My root profile. Root. Let's just do root. Root. Okay. Um. Root profile. My roots. Root profile. I'm sure it's options. in here. Let me Back just button. uh. Root profile. Speed profile. Ferries. Well, fairies, I don't think it would fairies. be in there. Let's see. Back. Fairies. Allow. Avoid. Forbid. You know what it might be? Since it's a pedestrian, I'll bet you you don't actually set that when it's in pedestrian mode. I'll bet you that's what it is. Let me just see if I'm right. Options. Back button. Root pro speed profile. Okay, if I set this to car. Back button. Speed pro car. 
options, back button, group profile, speak profile, type of root. Yes, okay. So that's how you can tell what mood you're into. The type of root option does not appear uh, if you're in the pedestrian mode. Okay, so that only appears for the car stuff. So here's how you would change that. Type of root. Back, back, type of root. Fast, optimum, short, scenic. So fast, optimum, short, or scenic. Usually for uh, cars, you're going to want that set to fast. Fast. And I think it is, but voiceover doesn't, again, doesn't tell you that what's selected in this. So we're going to be walking, of course, so let's set the profile back to pedestrian. Root pro speed profile. Back, back, pedestrian, pedestrian, with voice announcements. Okay. Option. And then, of course, back it doesn't button. give you the choice for fastest or anything like that, because it, um, that really wouldn't apply. Root pro speed profile. So that's how you set that. Um, there's a few other Options. settings in here More. that you might back find button. interesting, but. My roots. My roots. GPS. GPS info. Safe position. General. Social networks. Units. And you can look at uh, units. That's how you set if it's uh, kilometers or miles or feet. Optimize traffic recognition. Speed limits. Optimize traffic And you can set the speed limit type thing too. It'll tell you. It'll tell you that type of thing. So. Um, I'm not going to cover all of the settings. You can you can explore those, and most of them are pretty self-explanatory in uh, Navigon. So um, let's go back to the main menu. Selected more button X recent favorite main menu button selected button. Okay, so we're on the main menu. Um, I'll go ahead and show you here how an address is entered, and then we'll go ahead and do a point of interest search and start our. Uh, Navigation. These three. Um, these three apps. Enter an address. Button. So let's do enter an address. St. Louis metro area. Text field. St. Louis metro area. I'm in St. Louis. Uh, the first time when you use this, you have to type in your city, and once you do that, it will usually remember that. And then if you're in the same city, you don't have to type it each time. You just uh, click it, um, or double tap it, and that's that's what I'm going to do in this case. So we're just going to go to the right here. Icon open list. Okay. That icon open list, what that does is it basically puts up a whole list of all the cities on the screen that you can flick through if you don't want to type it, although typing typing it is faster. And you will notice with this that as you type, voiceover may be a little sluggish in responding because as you're typing, it's actually doing the search in real time and it narrows down the list. So St. Louis metro area is what we want here. St. Louis metro area. So Capital that's S. good. Let's double tap that. Empty list. Street. Street in St. Louis metro All right. Area. What address Text should we field. search for? Um, how about we do the address that my grandmother lived in when uh, when I was growing up? Um, of course, she doesn't live there anymore. I have no idea who does now, but uh, we'll, we'll do that. So the street that she lived on was called uh, Chippewa. Actually, it's C-H-I-P-P-E-W-A. So I'm going to go ahead and type that here. And I use the touch typing method for most of my typing. And as I type, it'll narrow down the search. C. C. Y. G. J. G. H. H. I. K. J. U. I. I. P. See, voiceover is a little sluggish because it's. It is doing the search. As. We go along. 
W. W. A. A. Okay. I think I've got it typed correctly. Let's see. Chippewa Street, St. Louis Metro There area. we go. The Chippewa Street, St. Louis Metro area. All right, so we'll double tap on that. What I did there is I just... No. I no. touched... Um, Section in Chippewa Street. Text field. I touched kind of on the top uh, toward the screen toward the left. That's where it puts the uh, search results. And uh, it found it. So now it's asking for the house number. And that would have been... What was it? I think it was 3011, I think it was. So let's go ahead and type that. I believe that we're already on... It defaults the key, the keyboard to numbers for this uh, text box. Uh, let's see. Ampersand, 8, 6... Yeah, it does. Okay. 5, 4, 3... 3, 3, 0, 0, 0, 1, hyphen, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1. Okay. Done. Okay, and then uh, you just hit done on the bottom right of the, of the uh, keyboard. And... I think it also shows the address, too, up there. You could have tapped it, but... Um. Oil, zero miles. No. And what uh, Navigon will do for you, then, is it will get a uh, temperature. Now, this, this does access uh, data, actually, the data network. It will get the, the temperature and tell you if there's any parking around that area, as well as the closest restaurant. So let's take a look at this screen. Start navigation. Button. 3011 Chippewa Street, St. Louis Metro Area, Missouri. 63118. Okay, that's right, yep. 73 degree sign F clear. Okay, it's 73 and uh, it's clear. Huh? No places to park in the vicinity. Okay. Oil, zero miles. Shaw LVD, two miles. H&M Best Fried Fish, 311 feet. Map, one So of it three. tells you what restaurant is close and what uh, gas station is close. Mm, fried fish, that does sound good. <laughs> okay, well I actually don't want to navigate to that, so I'm going to go ahead and... Um, Hit the um, no. Street. back Button. here. Chippewa. Text field is editing. All right. What I'm going to do is next. Actually, I want to go back to the main menu. That's what I really want to do here. Button. More. Button. Extras. Recent. Favorites. Selected. Main menu. Okay. Good. Button. All right. What I'm going to do is pause the recording and head out to a place where we'll actually put in our destination to go to um, the uh, Mom's Deli, the place we're going to walk to. And I want to get to a place where we'll have to we'll have one turn, because I want to show you that uh, the, uh, the turns. So what I'm going to also do at this point until we get Navigate. until I get there is I'm going to minimize this, go to the app switcher, and I'm going to close nav the Navigon app because App switcher has no items. Um, that will save some battery. Double tap to open. Um, some battery power. I guess I could have uh, waited and turned on the GPS when we got there, but I, um, I don't know if it would have even let me enter the address if my GPS was, was turned off. So I'm going to pause this and uh, head out to the place uh, where we're going to start uh, this uh, route for the first uh, application. So uh, I'll be right back with you. Okay, we are back on the recording here, and I've uh, gotten to the place where uh, it's a good place to start. I just walked up a little bit, so it'll have to tell us to turn, hopefully. And uh, what I'm going to do here, hopefully you'll still be able to hear the speech on this okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, unlock my uh, screen here. Slide to our 
Okay. And what we're going to do is I'm going to reopen the Navigon uh, application here. And um, then we'll go ahead and do our search. Now, I could do this a couple of different ways. Um, once we get into the point... Okay, there's the Navigon uh, screen. Okay, let's go into the um, point of uh, interest area, and I'll show you what we have um, available there. Enter an address. Search for POI. Okay, search for POI is what we want. So we'll go ahead and uh, do that. POI. Back. Back button. Okay, so what we're going to do is let's see what we have here. POI. Heading. Options. Button. Okay, options would take you, uh, I believe it takes you to the same um, settings screen actually that you would have um, that we looked at uh, before. So I'm going to skip that. In a city. In a city, uh, you can enter a city just like we did with the address. Statewide. Statewide, uh, if you want to look in the whole state. Nearby. Nearby is a really handy one, and that's what we're going to kind of focus on here, because um, that one uh, allows you to tell uh, what's around you. Okay, there's three unlabeled buttons here, and I think what they do is you can enter uh, three different uh, points of interest that you visit frequently, and these will buttons will take you to that um, that particular POI um, you know if it's three places you go frequently okay Google logo what this is that actually does a, a Google search uh, sometimes there there might be a point of interest uh, a place that may not be in the map the uh, you know the Navigon uh, or TomTom TomTom will do this too um, the map and but it might be on Google because Google Google's database of points of interest is ever increasing. So what this can do is actually um, search Google for the point of interest you enter, and get the address and the coordinates and that type of thing. And then it can it can take it from there and and, and navigate you to that uh, place. So um, the other advantage of doing a Google search is if you do the typing, it doesn't search in real time, of course, because it doesn't submit it until you actually it you're done so you might uh, find that if you're going to enter the name of something you're looking for it might be worth doing the Google search anyway just for the faster typing response but for now let's go ahead and do the um, the nearby option and I'll show you what's uh, in there we could probably get to this actually by either using that or doing a search um, but um, well let's go ahead and see if we can find it in the list because when you enter an address or when you enter a point of interest, it's very similar to how you uh, enter an address. It's it's a very similar uh, concept. You, know, you type it and it narrows it down, and then you, um, you you do the search. So let's see if we can find the place we want from the list. Plus, I'm also doing this one-handed too. Nearby. So let's go ahead and do nearby. Okay. Category. Category. Heading. Okay. Category. Category. Text field. Now you could type you could type something there to narrow down the search, but uh, let's not do that. Let's just keep going. Icon close list button. Icon close list. That'll close the list of choices. All categories. Okay, all categories. That would show you everything that's close to you. Um, which let's do that actually, just for fun. Destination. Destination. Text field. Icon open list. Empty list. Q. Okay, let's go ahead and open that list. Icon open list. Button. Icon, this is icon open list. list. Let's let's just see if it'll list out the points that are closest to us. Lindenwood Park, 400 feet. 
Edmonds Limo Service, 0.2 yep. miles. It does. Mom's Deli, 0.3 miles. Mom's Deli, and that's where we're going to go, actually. But uh, let's look at a couple other of these options. Mindenwood Drop. 0.3 mile white front auto repair 0.3 so mile there what you've got essentially then if you want to know what points are around you this is a great way to do it now of course you can't do this while it's following a route Navigon uh, doesn't do that and well TomTom won't really let you do a search either I don't think while it's following a route I'm not sure on that though but um, certainly if you just want to find out what's close and you're not following a route this is a good way to do it um, we could have of course selected uh, we could have selected a category, and uh, I'll show you what's here. Category. Back button. Just so you can see. Um, I just Category. went back to the previous screen. Um, Category. Category. Icon close list. All categories. Gas stations. Parking and rest areas. Restaurants. Lodging. ATMs. Banks. Shopping. Shopping. Public transports. Automotive dealers and service. Motorcycle dealers. Car rental and transportation services. Motoring organizations. Tourist attractions. Entertainment. Sports and recreation. Sports and recreation. Schools and libraries. Okay, there's quite a bit in here. We don't have to go through all these, I guess. But um, And then as you um, go through them, there are some subcategories on some of these, too. EOI. Okay, let's... Um, Category. Icon close list. All categories. Okay, all categories. Let's do that, and let's find the place that we want to go to. Mom's Deli, that's the place. Let's double tap that. Okay. And parking, and that it gives us kind of the same information that it did uh, when we did an address search. It tells us the temperature, which probably is the same as the address we searched for. So, the start navigation button is what we want. So let's go ahead and do that. And it gives us the address and the phone number, which I think if you double tap that it'll actually call it for you. But what we want to do is start navigation here. So let's do that. Start navigation. Cancel. Button. Now, turn left onto Lindenwood Avenue. Well, we're already on uh, Lindenwood Avenue, actually. Um, I'll just show you what's on this screen during the route. Zero miles, cancel, button. Zero miles per hour. Okay, zero miles per hour, that's how fast you're going. Options, button. Options takes you into the uh, settings, again. Zero six, zero one. Okay, that's, I think, the estimated time of arrival. Zero point three miles. That's the distance. Wensley Gate. Wenslick is what it's proposing, I think, but I've actually kind of decided which way I'm going to go, and it'll and it is the best way. And once I start to walk, it'll I think it'll agree. I'm kind of between streets right now. Okay. Um, the other thing too about these apps, uh, Navigon and TomTom Tom and things like that, they don't really tell you when they're recalculating a route. If you if you go off your route, they'll just um, they'll just create you a new one. So what I'm going to do here is let's go ahead and begin to walk and I'll try my best to carry this stuff uh, in one hand and use my cane uh, with the other. There we go. That'll work. And um, this should tell us to turn left down here. Hopefully. 
And once we get across the street, then I'll show you how you can find out where you're at also while we're following this route. There we go. That is right. In 200 feet. Now let's see if it tells us to turn left when we get there. It should, I think. Okay, we're almost to the corner. We are at the corner, and it did not say to turn. Um, so what you? Oh, okay. There we go. I um, it said it right when we got to the um, right when we got to the corner. Um, so I don't know. That can go both ways. Um, is it better to? Well, it said in 200 feet, so you know probably the next crossing is going to be the one you want. But um, when it says now turn, it is it is pretty much right when you get to the to the corner. Okay, so we've made the turn and we've got a couple of blocks to go. So um, somebody's helping me out here in the car, saying to go to look to the right. Yep, that's right. Okay, so that's that, and now we'll just um, we'll continue to follow the route. Now, what about finding out where you're at as we continue to walk here? Well, okay, for that we can use the Sendero look-around application. So what I'm going to do here, try to do this uh, and, uh, and travel safely at the same time here, which I think I can do. I'm not going to walk too fast, obviously. Um, I'm going to go ahead and minimize Navigon, press the home button. And it's still running, though. It's still, it's still following our route. And uh, I'm going to open up the Sendero look-around application. Okay. Sendero GPS. There we go. Sendero GPS. Welcome to Sendero GPS. Look around version 1.1. Touch a button or shake the phone to receive nearby location information. Touch the health button for details. Okay, and there are some settings you can do with this. Um, you can. Compass interference. Move away from any interference. Oh, okay. Where am I? Okay. Um, you can set um, some options on this. For example, uh, whether you. Uh, what POI categories you want. Uh, I got mine set for variety, which means it'll give you anything with the letter E in it. Um. Hopefully, eventually, they'll make it so it just gives you all categories, um, not just, you know, variety that has the letter E. You can also choose categ some categories. Um, but the um, you can also set whether um, it automatically updates when you shake the phone, which I've actually got turned off because I find sometimes if I, uh, when I'm carrying it, it, it uh, starts announcing stuff when I, you know, when I don't wanted to, so I've turned that off, so I actually have to tap the buttons to actually... Okay, it says you're approaching your destination. Um, well, I, I guess that's that's true. We've got a couple of blocks to go, actually. 
so I don't know what their definition of approaching is. I guess the main thing, though, is to, to, to say um, when you've reached your destination, that's that's really the important thing. Um, so here's what we have on the Sendero Lookaround app, and as you can see, though Navigon is running in the background, it's still uh, following our route. Okay, so uh, where am I? Let's go ahead and open that. Or select it, I should say. Welcome to Sendero. Where am I? Where am I? Facing southwest near 3,976 Jamie's and St. Okay, that's pretty close. Um, let's... Um, Let's go ahead and do the um, the cross street here. Where am I? Nearest cross street. Nearest cross street. That's another option that the Sendero app will tell cross you. Street. Nearest cross street. Jamie's and Abe. Near Bancroft Abe. Okay, that's, that would be correct. Uh, that is the street we are coming up to. So uh, that's that would be correct. And we're going to go ahead and cross that street. So I'm going to do that here. Gorgeous out here today. Really nice day. It's like in the lower 70s. I was hoping we have a nice day so I could do this. Um, yeah, it looks like we did. Okay, so that's that's that. Um, so let's go ahead and look at the next option on the Sendero Lookaround app. And of course, keep in mind again, Navigon is still running in the background, uh, keeping an eye on our route. Nearest five points of interest. Okay, that'll take a second to pull up. And that does use your data connection. 300 feet, you will reach your destination. Okay, in 300 feet, you'll reach your destination. And that would be about right, yes. Okay, nearest five points of interest. Edmonds Limo SDC, 190 feet north. Blessings Enterprises LLC, 240 feet northwest. Envision Hair Studio, 0.21 miles west. Eagle Bank and Trust Co., 0.23 miles southeast. But Southwest Endodontics, 0.20 Eagle. Okay, so those are the five. Back. But Blessings Center Edmonds Back. But points of interest. All right, now we're just about to another street. Where am I? Nearest cross. Nearest Let's see if it gets that. Nearest cross street. Jamie's and near Sutherland. Okay, that's right. Yep. So we are approaching that street, and uh, the Sendero Look Around app got it right. So, as you can see, um, you can get a sense of where you're at, as well as. Okay, we're just about to the destination. I'm going to go ahead and lock my screen here. And let's see if Navigon tells us that that we are, have approached or have arrived. Your destination. Your yeah, we have. Okay, now normally 
Um, normally it does tell you too, and uh, I, I don't know if there was interference or what, but normally it does tell you too your destination is on the left or the right. Um, and that is that is one thing actually that um, the TomTom one and the Captain uh, GPS don't tell you that it's on the left or the right. I don't know if um, you know because I was you know holding the phone or moving it. I'm not sure why it didn't complete its announcement there. Um, but uh, it did say we've reached the destination right about when we did. So um, I'm not sure why it interrupted itself there. Um, but. Uh, like I say, it will usually tell you um, your destination is on the left or the uh, or the right. So that's uh, that's good. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and pause this recording, and um, then I'm going to head back to where we were, where we started from, and we will. I'll, I'll go ahead and show you a little bit of how the TomTom uh, application. Uh, works, and uh, I'll definitely get a good walk today, which is good. Walking is something I uh, I enjoy doing a lot of. So, okay, I'm going to pause this, and uh, then we'll pick it up once I get back to where we started from. That concludes this edition of Main Menu. We trust you've enjoyed the program. On behalf of the entire Main Menu team. I'm Jamie Pauls wishing you and yours a great week.